Had it from a shot off the post. Rebound score. Paul Cotter follows the puck off the iron. Puts it into the goal. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Broken up from behind, intended for Milano. Two on one for Vegas. Marcia so on the left. Will Smith got it to him. He scores. Nicholas Wong. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Ballard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Ballard, live from the Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. Chris Chapman back inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the. Woo! We got a lot happening here. Big giveaways, a lot of swag to hand out. Uh, we've got some calendars, we've got some t shirts, so you can enter to win some tickets. Uh, all going on. And then on the radio side of it, if you just want to listen, which is pretty much what we do best if you listen to us. Uh, Brett Howden's going to stop by the program on the VGK Insider Show in a couple of minutes. We'll talk about his goal the other night, the road back after missing the most action that he's ever missed yep. in the National Hockey League, and this juggernaut of offense that the Golden Knights have going up front. 17 goals in three games, and it doesn't really show any signs of stopping. You've got the, the San Jose Sharks tomorrow, and, and that's a game where I look to the Golden Knights to, to really continue to put the offensive pressure on their opposition by way of how well they're playing defensively. Yeah, San Jose, I watched the game last night. They weren't great. They, they have actually played okay. Uh, they had a long road trip, and they, they were fine. Uh, Gosher and I were talking about it earlier today at the office, and uh, he pointed out that they, they beat a couple of good teams. But last night was not their, their finest effort. Last night was more of a what-you'd-expect-out-of-it uh, a, a team. They can be dangerous at times. They've got some good players, Meyer. Uh, Logan Couture, uh, Eric Carlson. They, they do have players, sure. uh, arguably, more than Anaheim Yes, the, the other night yeah. uh, that can scare you, but still not, uh, not as good a goaltending and, and not, uh, not as deep uh, in, in the backhand of their forehead, their forwards, and their, their defensemen. But uh, they've got, they've got some, some players that can, uh, if you're not ready, uh, can take advantage of you, and Vegas is going to have to be able to be uh, turning it up another notch because uh, this is a really good opportunity. This is a stretch. Game two tomorrow night in a stretch of four games in which three of the opposition are out of the playoffs and not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. So they're in a stretch where three of four are very winnable games. Then you've got the Tampa Bay Lightning in the middle of it. If you can find a way to to get something out of that, I think that's that's a really good uh, opportunity. Uh, Tampa Bay uh, and Vegas should be on equal footing. Yeah. Uh, right now, Tampa Bay's been to three straight finals. Uh, Vegas has been to two of the last uh, three final fours. Uh, they. Maybe Tampa's trying to hold on. Vegas is trying to get there. There's a lot to, in between on that. Uh, so I, I think that there's a chance to really uh, to, to find a way into that. That shouldn't be let's try and get a point. That should be let's try and get two and send a message to the rest of the, to the league. Because after the game next Tuesday against Chicago, yep. it gets a lot tougher. Yeah, it, it does. You, you go into, uh, if you do any cycling, you look at the gradient, and you're like, okay, this is the, the, we're going downhill here. This is, a, And then uh, you go to about a 10-degree uphill uh, as of uh, after next Tuesday. How do you do on those? Uh, I grind it out. Yeah? I grind it. I get out of the saddle, <laughs> and I pound away wow. and, and get those power numbers out and just 
just build those thighs. I'm, I'm, look at me. I'm a Greek god. Yeah, I know. Right I know. Now. I'm, a lot of people I'm think you. you cycle. How do you have such big upper body? And I'm like, oh, it's, it's a natural gift. Yeah, everything goes to your upper yeah. body. The I'm biceps, just, the triceps. Uh, my the tries. Traps. My tries. Yeah. It's from being up in the saddle it's, is what that is. It's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. They just pop. It's like, it works out the chest, yeah. too. Yeah. It's, it's a boom. It's, it's right there. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to Brett because Brett's a, a, a really cool, interesting dude when you, when you scratch below the surface a little bit. It might be the, uh, one of the more polite guys mm-hmm. that I've ever met yeah. uh, as well. But uh, interesting road. Uh, draft pick of the Tampa Bay Lightning, broke in with the, with the New York Rangers, and is now uh, really finding his footing uh, with, the, with the Vegas Golden Knights. And there's, uh, there's a lot of potential there with, with Brett Howden. Yeah, the potential's there for sure. We we talk about, again, like kind of individual skill, ability to finish, playing the right way on the right side of the puck. And, you know, the, the combination for me of Brett Howden with, with Nick Watt and Keegan Colasar, it's a big line, it's a physical line, but when they are able to work the puck to the inside, they can finish there. And that's really what you're looking for today in an NHL fourth line. That goal that he scored the other night yeah. was almost – a perfect play yes like, like seriously it, the way they one four check the zone got possession movement rotated in their triangle which i talked about yesterday and then a low to high pass mm-hmm. with a one-timer shot uh you, you don't convert or execute something like that in practice never mind in the midst of, of a National Hockey League game. And we've seen this from a few different guys where they score and the confidence factor goes up. And uh, the difference in Keegan Colasar when he scored in Colorado and yep. then what we saw propel off of that. And then uh, more recently, the, the Jack Eichels and the Paul Cotters finding the net and being able to really capitalize on that and, and gain some momentum out of it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised given what Brett's been through, and then you combine that with the skill level that is uh, is in those hands and those feet that we see uh, a role. He is the guy that can get on streaks. We've witnessed that firsthand with the Vegas Golden Knights, yeah. and I'll be interested to see what happens, how different of a, uh, a Brett Howden we see tomorrow night with that in his back pocket as opposed to just coming back and easing himself into the lineup. Yeah, and it's been you know two two games in a row now with a point. He had an assist on Nick Waugh's opening goal in in Minnesota. He gets the goal uh, against the Anaheim Ducks. I, I feel like that line starting to click and gel and and really find their stride a, as a trio. And you know the more confidence you have, the better. And, and I think that right now everybody, top to bottom, for the Golden Knights is feeling that it, different lines now because you don't have the fourth line the energy line yeah uh which was the fourth line which we promoted to the third line but will carrier wanted to be called the fourth line but will's off the line uh he's up uh, and now you have you you really have three well-balanced lines mm-hmm. and and all can contribute uh, offensively like brett howden like keegan Colasar, and like nick Wan. here's uh, brett howden joining us on the bgk insider show darren lard along with ryan wallace how are you brett good how are you guys doing Good. It's always talked to a fellow Manitoban uh, down in the desert. Uh, I, I like to throw that out there because it gives me an immediate uh, one-up on, on, on Ryan Wallace. Hey, uh, uh, relief, excitement. Uh, what did you feel the other night when you popped that thing short side shelf? 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, a bit of relief. Uh, I mean, it was a long time that I had to sit out there, and uh, I, I just felt like unfortunate timing because I just felt like I was starting to, um, you know, kind of find my game for the season, and then obviously I had to sit out for for nine weeks. So, um, yeah, I mean, it felt like it was a long time coming, but, it, uh, yeah, it felt great. How does your game from going into the pause where you got back in at the end of the road trip, then you have the pause where you lose any momentum and then coming out of it. Where are you right now? Yeah, I mean, it's that's kind of a, I mean, a tricky timeline that we had, just, you know, coming back and play three games when I haven't, you know, practiced or played in a long time and then get another week off. So, I mean, it was um, a little bit different, but I, I mean, I feel like those first three games, three or four games, including the Nashville game when we got back, it took me you know a little bit to, to kind of get my timing and everything back. But um, the last few games, I feel like I've really uh, um, started to, to get in a rhythm and, and find a groove again. Timing. Uh, what, what do you mean by that uh, for somebody that hasn't played the game? Just uh, a lot of the little things, just the timing of um, reading the play, um, not getting too far ahead of the play and, where then I'm, you know, not really useful uh, to impact the play. So um, I think just just uh, just small little read, getting little touches with the puck. I think that's all timing things that uh, just take a few games to, to kind of to feel feel good again in those situations. So um, I think you know I've played enough games now since being back that uh, everything is is uh, starting to feel right again. When you kind of factor in playing with Nick Waugh and Keegan Colasar, you've played with those guys before, but your familiarity with them, how much has that kind of aided you in, in finding that timing maybe a little bit quicker? Yeah, I mean, obviously last year, I think all of us played with each other at one point. You know, last year was pretty crazy um, with all the line combinations with the injuries. But, um, yeah, I found myself last year playing with Coley quite a bit. A uh, little bit of Wazzy here and there, but I think um, just just playing the similar style, just being easy to read off each other, I think that, that's huge. Um, we know what to expect out of one another. We kind of know each other's tendencies, which helps a lot. And I think uh, the more that we started to play together, together the, the better we've gotten each game. So, um, yeah, I think just the more we play together, the more chemistry we're going to build. VGK Center Iceman, a winger right now. Uh, Brad Howden's with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas with Millard and Wallace. Uh, the goal that you scored the other night, uh, I was just talking about it being a near-perfect play with the execution and the forecheck and the, uh, the rotation of, of the three of you in that triangle. Can, can you tell me about that play and, and how you saw it develop? Yeah, I mean, I remember we were out there for a decent amount of time, just uh, hard on the forecheck, and I think that, is something about our line that um, you know we try to use as our identity is, is being hard on the floor check and giving teams trouble uh, when they're trying to break out. That's exactly what we did. Uh, all three of us were you know um, kind of hounding them, and uh, we ended up getting a puck back. And uh, Wally made a play down to Coley, and Coley made a great pass to me in the slot, and I just tried to get it off as quick as I could. So um, I think that the whole shift kind of just shows what our line is about. And, um, you know, being able to finish off plays like that too. Yeah, you know, Bruce Cassidy mentioned earlier this year that maybe you just needed to find a spot, like your go-to spot. When you get the puck, you don't have time to really uh, think about it or look at, at the net that you just have, whether it's top shelf or low blocker or whatever. Um, have you talked to him about that? And uh, do you think do you think there's merit in that? 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody, each player has their own specific spot where they, you know, like shooting because obviously we take a ton of shots in practice every day. So I feel like every guy has their, their comfortable spot. And, you know, in that situation, I, I just tried to get it up. I knew the goalie was going to be covering a lot of the, you know, a lot of the net down low. So I just tried to get it up as quick as I could. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think, like I said, everybody just has a, you know, their, their tendencies that they're comfortable with where they shoot. And, um, you know, luckily that one uh, fell on the back of the net. All right. Uh, so next time I skate with you, what's your spot so I, I can <laughs> fare a little? Bit I'm not. Better. I'm not telling you that. You stopped too many of my shops already, so I, <laughs> I got to find something. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> uh, so Brett, like, what's it like to play for Bruce Cassidy, and, and how has he kind of helped your game so far this season? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, obviously it was tough being out that long. Um, you know, especially with a new coach. I, you know, it was just just felt like I was just starting to, you know, kind of show my game to him um, and uh, how I feel like I can play. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's been great. I mean, it's, um, I think for everybody it's, it's a lot for, you know, when you have a new coaching staff, you're all trying to learn, you know, new things together, new systems. But I think uh, I, I don't think we have any excuse like that anymore where uh, we all feel pretty comfortable with everything that's going on. And uh, with Bruce, I think, uh, I think he's really matured my game a lot. Um, you know, he, he demands a lot, but, um, he's big on details and, and being hard on plays. So I think for me, it's, uh, I, I've been learning a lot this year, and I think uh, he's really helped mature my game. Brett Howden's with us on the VGK Insider Show. Uh, before we let you go, you, you've been through it a couple of times now between New York and then last year and now with, uh, with Butch. Uh, we all get, in real life, we get new bosses, and we're worried, okay, what, are they going to like me or are they going to uh, like our style? Uh, is, do you have a go-to strategy? What's your what's your when you get a new coach or you're playing with her a new coach? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, I just try to do the same things. I, I mean, I try to try to play an honest game, two hundred foot game, and um, you know, I hope that you know when I was coming in, I hope that they could see that um, the new coaching stuff. So um, I'm sure they had a lot of intel from you know George and, and Kelly um, and Gregor when they were coming in and, and Misha. But um, yeah, obviously, you want to make a good impression, and I think that's kind of all my mindset was was just to stay true myself. Uh, in the state of my game and, um, you know, just, just uh, play an honest game. Did Ashley pay for the breakfast in New York at, uh, what, what was the restaurant? My aunt's wife's Fred or something? Yeah, I think it was uh, Jack's wife, Rita. That's yeah, what it was. Uh, yeah, it's something along those lines. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good breakfast, and uh, Ashley or, or Garrett or some, someone picked it up. I don't, it wasn't me, so hopefully good. one of them got it. Free Uber, free breakfast, and a good conversation. It was awesome on Nightlife. Uh, exactly. I, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Hey, uh, I watched you working so hard behind the scenes, and uh, I'm really happy for you, seeing your excitement to, to be back on the ice. And uh, happy for you, and can't wait to ski. Keep it going, pal. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Dan. I really appreciate that. There's Brett Howden of the Vegas Golden Knights with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, and he is a player that uh, we'll see. And there's two center icemen on that, on that line, yeah. too. That also adds a big-time advantage when they're taking the draw because they can both go Nick Waugh or Brett Howden, both being on their strong side, uh, the opportunity to lean into the strong side. Uh, so I think that is going to enable a little bit more puck possession on those ozone starts. Yeah, it gives you options. It gives you the ability to, to go with, uh, with whichever player you think is going to give you the best chance to win the puck back. And, and for 
you know, a line that's going to do a lot of damage down low, that's going to look to cycle the puck like they did on the goal that they scored. You want to have that puck as much as possible. You want to win those possessions as much as you can. Having two centers, it, it helps that situation. I wonder how much bigger he feels on the ice skating with Keegan. Because I would be six and a half feet tall, 240 pounds wide, just rolling around, yapping my face off. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be yapping my face well, off do that anyway. anyway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that wouldn't really be any matter. different. But I'd be taller and I'd be wider and a lot more confident. Well, I, I think, you know, we saw it in Brett's first game back after the injury, right? Like, he didn't like a hit that, that was delivered to Keegan Cole. Sorry, he dropped the gloves in that first game back. So... I think everyone on that You're saying that Keegan owes him one? I, I'm saying that they're Is all, that what you're calling right now? No, no. Keegan I, owes him no, one. No, what I'm saying is that they're all pulling on the same on the same rope together, right? Like, oh. this is th- there's three guys that have some size and have some skill and have some bite to their game, and I don't think that as, as a trio they're going to be pushed around. It sounded he, like you said Keegan owes him one. That's not what I said. Reading between the lines. Uh, there's no between. It was the double lines. spaced. I don't. I big don't font. Do that. I don't double space. Anything. I could read. I could read it. So it had to be big font. Can you read? Can you read anything that's Not on there? Not a chance. Yeah, exactly. You can't I, read I, anything. I don't even know how many fingers are in front of my face. Exactly. It's my, it's my hand. There's nothing to read between. It's, it's, it's my hand. Uh, but I'm just uh, using my uh, ESP. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You explain uh, that to me. Extra special person. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah, that's that a, was that. That's how I walked. Was. I walked right into that one. Right oh, into man. the into into the wall. Uh, s- speaking of which, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk a lot. Uh, no, no, this is a good one. This is a, this this is a great one. Uh, we'll talk a lot more about the Vegas Golden Knights, their game tomorrow night against the San Jose Sharks. But uh, Chappie, give me a little story time uh, back there in the studio because I got one for you. It's story time with Millard. All right, big stadium series game this weekend. Yeah. Raleigh, Carolina. Yeah. Uh, where you're going to get the, the Hurricanes against the Washington Capitals. And so today, because uh, the Chirp uh, podcast with Darren Millard, that's me, uh, is associated with the National Hockey League. Yeah. Which is another way of saying the National Hockey League owns my podcast. Right. Uh, we, we were building up the stadium series, and we mm-hmm. had Seth Jarvis. Okay. It'll be released tonight. So Seth is a young guy, Winnipeg guy, uh, a, a lot like Brett Houghton in, in, in a way. So a lot of potential there, uh, speed and uh, responsible, mature mm-hmm. beyond uh, years. And so Seth, we were, uh, we were chatting about uh, the experience of playing in Carolina, playing outdoors, uh, which he did a lot in Winnipeg yeah. uh, growing up. And then we got into there's this weird pregame ritual that the Carolina Hurricanes do before okay. they walk on the ice. And you see a lot of this. The, the Washington Capitals are famous for, for doing it, where they're all hooting and hollering and, yeah. and different things right before they march onto the ice uh, for, for every period. So the Carolina Hurricanes have a bunch of uh, secret handshakes or these, these trick handshakes. Seth said he, he can't keep track of them all, <laughs> uh, and he was too nervous to try and, and, and learn on the fly, mm-hmm. and, and he was scared of, of screwing it up. So he started his own little thing where he runs up and down the hallway okay, in, in, the, in the blades, and he's up and down, and it's a cool thing to see. And he's screaming his face off, and it's, 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 it's really fun mm-hmm. to, to see because they're, they're a really unique, fun team. Uh, doesn't get the, the headlines, but uh, I, I like them in the, in the Eastern Conference to go to a Final Four, and then after that, uh, anything's gravy. So he said that, uh, I asked him, I said, is there some places where you don't have enough runway 
to run up and down the hall. Yeah, yeah, you, like, yeah. like, what do you what do you ad lib? How do you how do you do that? Sure. And he said, yeah, there's a, there's a, a couple of places where it's short, and then there's a couple of places where it's too long, and I got to pace myself. Uh, <laughs> Winnipeg, it's too long, and I can't run all the way down because then I'm too tired. I got to save stuff for the game. Yeah. This is a serious conversation yeah. we had here. No, I, I get S- it. Serious, like this this uh, this happened today. Hey, but he did say there was there was uh, Seattle. He said he was running down the hallway in Seattle, but it it. There's like a chicane to it where it goes left and then right. Okay. Uh, like uh, uh, you watch auto racing at all? There's oh. a chicane where you go left, oh. right. It's just basically oh. to slow you down. Okay, got but, it. But in Seattle, there's this little left, right, left. Uh, so he's running down. He doesn't know that, that, <laughs> that, uh, that there's, there's a wall there. Yeah. No Bam, way. right into the wall. Really? Hammers the wall. That's beautiful. And, he's, and he was looking around to see if anybody saw him or, or not. So that's on the podcast. It'll drop uh, later on tonight uh, uh, along with a, uh, a special guest in Derek Lalonde from the mm. Detroit Red Wings, who is one of my new best friends. Really? Like, we are so tight now. Uh, do you know Derek at all? No. Derek Lalonde? No. Uh, so you got to know it's Lalonde. Okay. We, we went through that. Uh, they were announcing his name and one of his aunts heard them talking about him on the broadcast sure. and phoned up and ripped him apart. Really? And said, you tell those guys <laughs> talking on the game that it's not Lalonde, it's Lalonde. Yeah. Like, there's no, take the D out. Sure. Totally. It's Lalonde. So, Derek had to go to the announcers and say, look, uh, my aunt, uh, you say aunt, uh, I say aunt, uh, my aunt's not very happy uh, mm-hmm. about this, and you gotta, you got to get it. Kenny Daniels, uh, the great play-by-play guy, the Detroit Red Wings, uh, made sure he got a hold of all of us and made sure it was a little on. But I have him explain all this, and then we get into him being a, uh, a goaltender way back in the day. Okay. And you don't have any goaltenders as, as head coaches. Think of, think of all true. the coaches. Yeah, it's true. Why is that? I don't know. Patrick, I don't know either. Patrick Wall ruined it for everybody. What, I don't know. Like Ron Lowe was a coach. Yeah. There's been a few of them. Jerry Cheevers was a coach uh, for for a while. Uh, Jeff Blaschel, I believe, was a goaltender in college. Uh, Score enough. Uh, Lalonde took over from from Blaschel, but there is not a, a lot of no. a lot of goaltenders no. in announcing. Yes. But uh, but not a lot of coaches. But to uh, me, it makes sense. But he is like he is just a funny guy. Anyway, uh, Lalonde is. Uh, he's a unique-looking guy. All right? Yeah. Bald. Listen, he was one of the most attractive coaches based on a poll. So so here we go. So he's a unique-looking guy. And I brought it up. We just just fell into it. Some say handsome. Where I I mentioned, Mm -hmm. hey, look, buddy, you're the third. (laughs) Look, pal. Look, buddy, you're the third most handsome coach in the National Hockey League. Yeah. By that program yeah. that went through all 32 coaches. Yes. Third most handsome. It measures attractiveness. And, and, and this was uh, Lalonde, uh, uh, DL's uh, reply. I call him DL. Uh, his reply Best was, he goes, uh, 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 Quinny, uh, David Quinn in San Jose, mm-hmm. big hair. Yeah. I beat him. Uh, Bruce Cassidy, uh, I, I beat him. John Cooper is a buddy of his. He, mm-hmm. he won a couple of Stanley Cups with Coop in, in Tampa Bay. Good-looking guy, funny guy, a lot of personality there. He beat Coop. Yep. And his uh, DL said, look, I told them all, as jealous as they were, I just told them, don't, don't let it get to you. Mm-hmm. Science doesn't lie. Right. I'm a handsome guy. Yeah. And he, he believes that, and it's, it's outstanding. So that, that'll drop tonight with, uh, with my buddy Derek Lalonde and Seth Jarvis, who has buddies who are going to the game. Yeah. 
in, in Carolina, and they're ta- they tailgate in Raleigh okay. at, at yeah. uh, Hurricane Games. Yeah. It's, it's a fun, cool thing to see. They play the cornhole. They do all, all that stuff. But it's going to be tailgating beyond the extreme uh, for, for a Hurricane game because of the games at, uh, yeah. at the Wolfpack Stadium. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of tailgating leading into the first-ever outdoor game on Saturday night for the Carolina Hurricanes. So he's got these buddies coming in. And uh, they wanted to know from Seth, say, we're going to go tailgating. Can you meet up with us? Do you want to meet up with us? Mm-hmm. And Seth's like, I, I got to play, you idiots. <laughs> but his buddies actually asked him yeah. if he was going to come tailgating no. with them. Come on. And my, my first reaction is, I got to meet these donkeys and hang out with them. Sure. Because that would be, those are my kind of people. Yeah. Thinking the that player can come and, and tailgate with us and then go play. I wouldn't tailgate I mean, and then go play for Rod Brindamore. Not it, a chance. Tailgating starts so early in the morning, though. Yeah, but you can't. There's a window where I think you can find a way. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not a smart decision. I wouldn't do it. But I do think that there's an opportunity I would tailgate there. but not play. No, no. Well, you wouldn't play anyway. Okay, here's sto- here's story time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> crank it back up. Crank it back up. It's story time with Millard. This one would be quicker. In the Ranger days, ninety three, ninety four, Kiprios is scratched. <laughs> like he's he's not playing that night. Yeah. He's he's not. Have I ever told you this story? I don't think so. Okay. So, so Kipper's uh, at home. Uh, his, his family's in town. His dad's cooked up a bunch of chili, and, uh, and he's sitting there having chili and a couple of beers, yeah. and it's, it's, it's going. Like he's, he's not, Keenan's not playing on that night, and he's not even taking warm-up. So it's not even like a chance that he's going to play. He gets to the, uh, gets to the rink, mm-hmm. and he's uh, told – by the usher, one of the at the, the gate, like they they want you upstairs. You got to get up there. He's mm-hmm. like, what the heck? So so he goes up there. Keenan scratched. I, I can't remember who it was uh, in the lineup, but he wasn't happy with them. Yeah. So he puts he puts Kipper in. So he he misses half of warm up. Sure. Gets out there, but he said the worst part about the whole thing wasn't Keenan being mad at him. Yeah. Wasn't the fact that he had a few beer. Yeah. It was the chili. Yeah. Sitting on the bench and having the chili burps. Yep. In the middle of a National Hockey League game at MSG. Having the chili burps <laughs> and his line mates going, what is like, like, woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. yeah. That, he said that was the worst by far, having the chili burps Slowed on a National a bit, Hockey huh? League bench. Uh, yeah, he didn't, he never did say what he what happened during the game i gotta ask him uh, at some point but it, it really doesn't matter once you get to the fact that he had to race upstairs and iron mike like that yeah. you want to talk about the fear of god yeah india uh <laughs> iron mike and you're scrambling to get out there and then you're you're panicking messier's over there gravy's over there uh you're you're adam graves not gravy because that could go with the chili thing uh, uh it's uh leech uh there's there's a lot going on and then you've got the chili burps that that would be that would be bad. But uh, looking forward to Seth Jarvis and Derek Lalonde. And thanks to Brett Howden for joining us. Those, those are great stories. Um, and I, w- I will say this. If I'm Lalonde, I, I am telling everybody in the world, I am among 32, the third most handsome. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Emile Francis was also a goaltender, the cat, uh, and coached in the National Hockey League. That's going back a ways. But that's from Brian McCormack. Oh, wow. Who's always listening. Hey, one Brian. Of our, one of our great listeners, Darren Elliott, 
goaltender. Never coached in the National Hockey League, but goaltender in the National yeah. Hockey League. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, we have a very loyal uh, audience. Jeff Sharples, former National Hockey League defenseman. I just got off the phone with him. He said he'd be listening uh, right away. So awesome. uh, I think we have as many uh, former players that listen as we have just regular listeners because we have a ton of former players uh, out and about. Uh, let's take a break uh, from the Oil Hotel and Casino. Look at this swag. Oh, yeah. Have you, what, have you uh, modeled any of these shirts? Because it's my first time down here this year. I, I have not, but we've got some pretty awesome swag, as you mentioned. We've got, what do you call it, swag? Isn't it swag? That's just how I say it. Oh. Yeah. I, like, you, you can't just make up a word, though. Yeah. It's, it's I, okay. I mean, right, Bon Jovi's funny. not hair metal, they are, swag. They are, they are, they are, like, what is swag? They, they I've are. heard you say swag before. It's yeah, swag. It's this, no, it's this. It's, it's, it's swag. I feel like swag. it's a cross between Wayne how, and Garth with the swing okay. and yeah, yeah. swag. Yes, yes listen, exactly. Listen. How do you, Chapman, how do you say it? Swag. Yeah. Organization? Come on. Like, you have no room <laughs> to say, I can't pronounce something a little bit differently than you. I, li- I like Get Canadian pronunciations. Canadian pronunciations oh, are, are awesome. Gracious. Chapman. Chapman, buddy. Process? Like, I, can't, when you say, I can't do this. When you say swag the way you do, it sounds like you're five beers deep. Yeah. Well, and you're just having trouble spitting it out. I'm having fun. We've got 2023... Hooters calendars here to give away. Schwing. We've got T-shirts from the Oyo to give away. We've got Liquid Death Mountain Water. Have you ever had this? Nope. You should. It's good. But if you want to, sounds you can go. sounds just no, it's delightful. Yeah, Liquid it's Death. I really. Okay, think what you, is what is Liquid Death? It's, Explain it to me. It's water. But it's what, water why do they call can. it Liquid Death? I don't know. I have no idea. I, like I don't work for the company. You tried first. Oh, I've I've had it before. I've had all their flavors. It's great. They've got it has a little regular, spiciness to it, right? Don't they no, have like no, 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 no? They 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 have like a flavor that's got like chili in it. But by and large, oh, we've Kipri got else would like that. We've got uh, we've got berry uh, uh, sparkling water. We've got just plain water in a can. It's it's a little different, little unique. But if you are inclined and, and really enticed by this entire conversation and the swag that we are giving away, you can come down here and get your case of Liquid Death. Uh, it's water, by the way. Uh, we've also got a pair. Uh, we've got two pairs of UNLV Running Rebels tickets to give away. Air Force game. That one is February 24th. And we've also got uh, a That's register. hockey? No, it's basketball. Basketball. Okay. Yeah. Well, UNLV has multiple sports. UNLV Running Rebels? Oh. Hoop it up, oh, yeah, man. I forgot, forgot the uh, – there's different. There's the Rebs. There's the Running Rebels. Right. Hockey, they, they, they sk- hockey is the skating Rebels. Yeah. yeah. They all have different The Running Rebels are running up and down the basketball court. I just thought they not were much the lately. Rebels. Yeah, they've uh, Chapman. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, way to kill the buzz. Chapman. Anyway, largest no, no, no swag for Chapman. Largest shooters in North America staring me right in the face. So there yeah. you go. You every, too. Every time you say that, I, I go like a schoolgirl. I get it. Oh, we'll take a break. We'll come back more VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, ninety-eight point nine FM and thirteen forty AM. Worst part is you gotta cue that up so we can get the chorus. Get a little love bite. We're gonna get another copyright. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Yep. And Chapman's going to the clink. Ah, you see? Yeah, the clink. Mortimer, give, me, give here, it back. Give it back. Uh-huh. Give me back. It's still going. There we are. This is uh, from yesterday. We we're talking great ballads from metal and rock bands. This is right there. Stereo. What's Hysteria? Yeah. Uh, one of the underappreciated songs right there with uh, Love Bites, which 
I was vetoed as my wedding song. Really? Can't, yeah, can't believe that she she did that. Yeah. What 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 turned out to be the wedding song? Ooh, it was a country song. It was Michael Bublé was one. And we had two. Oh wow! And uh, then was a uh, country artist from Alberta. I'll remember his name in just a little bit, but I like him. Paul Brandt. Paul oh, Brandt wow. uh, well, was the uh, was the better uh, late the than never. I love I love my Paul Brandt. Yeah. Uh, as uh, as well, got a couple of uh, <laughs> his records up there. What, That's not story time. What Michael Bublé song? Uh, it wasn't Love Bites. I know that. That's, right. Uh, loser. What? No, that's back. Beck, we got back tickets. No, I, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm, I just wanted to be able to call you a loser and get away with it. I appreciate that. Thanks so much, Darren. Uh, See, we that's, also, that's smart by me because yeah. people can't say I'm being mean to you. No. That was, con- that was show content. Oh, no, not loser. at all. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, we are down here at the Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino $1 Blackjack. In the casino, we've got North America's largest Hooters restaurant. Uh, again, staring Darren right in the face. Uh, we've got bu- a bunch of swag to keep everybody that wants to talk about how you should pronounce words happy. Uh, we've got Liquid Death Mountain Water, and we've also got a chance for you to register to win a pair of tickets to see Beck, loser, and Phoenix at the Michelob Ultra Arena in August. So if you want to come down here, say hello to Darren, tell him how to pronounce organization. That would be great. And then you can also sign up for the tickets. Do I say organization wrong? Yeah, you say organization. Organization. Hmm. Process, not process. uh, Process is good. It's not Depends on which side of the border you're from. That's all. I suppose. Oh, did you see the action last night? Were you keeping track of of the games? Because I was watching Mm -hmm. uh, things as they ended when I got home from from our show. Uh, Jumped on the bike and was going through as the early games ended and then watched a couple of the late ones. A lot of bonus hockey last night. There was was overtime and shootouts (laughs) everywhere last night. Yeah, yeah, I... I was really clued in on Boston-Dallas. I, I, I wanted to watch that game. I enjoyed watching that game. Uh, you've got two heavyweights that just kind of went blow for blow. Boston won 3-2. Yeah, in overtime, and boy, oh, boy, uh, you start to look at the, the extras that are piling up for the Dallas Stars, 11 uh, overtime or shootout losses for Dallas. That's a lot of extra points. But That's it a also- weird one, too. Would they have a player like Jason Robertson? Yeah, yeah. And a, a mobile defense R- rope hints and yeah. the wheels that he has like you would expect. and great and the great goaltending right I, you would expect their record in 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 extra time to be somewhat better than it is and they just and they had a power of, play in overtime last night and and just think about where they'd be at right now in the standings if if they got half of those they'd be boston they would be boston that's how good the dallas stars can be passion scoring in overtime yep three uh, two yep. dallas had a lead in that game uh, before the boston bruins came back Winnipeg beat Seattle, another game that went to extra time in the shootout, uh, which was uh, in Winnipeg last night. 40 shots for the Jets, and they still needed the shoot. You know who's playing better for them? Uh, That I'm impressed, and I have to give great credit to, is Blake Wheeler. Yeah. And Josh Morrissey, who was on the trip with Aramard earlier this year, uh, he and I talked about Blake. Because I always had a bit of a hit pointer with Blake. Okay. Where I wasn't the biggest fan. I thought he, he well, he rubbed me the wrong way as a media member. And I, I've, I just heard some things that he was hard on some teammates. And, okay. Uh, and maybe some of that wasn't accurate. But, but I let it define my opinion. 
Sure. He had the captaincy removed from him mm-hmm. in the offseason, new head coach, and he's come back and he's played really well. And if I'm going to fault him before, I owe it to him uh, to, to give him all the credit in the world. And he scored a goal last night that was magnificent yeah. and, and a big part of what the, what the Jets are doing right now in looking like they're going to make the stand like a playoffs and are challenging the, the Dallas Stars for first in that central division. Yeah, they're just two points back with a game in hand on Dallas. And, you know, for the Winnipeg Jets, it, it hasn't just been the Connor Hellebuck show. They've, they've been a, a very, very good pretty complete team uh, last you night talk, the one with their backup you know you talk about Blake Wheeler what he's meant and and Josh Norrissey as I'd like to call him uh, has been just phenomenal all, all season long for the Winnipeg Jets you got Rick Bonus in there uh, maybe a, a little bit more structure than than what they've had in the past and you know the commitment to defense to the commitment to defending and you know, this is an interesting team in that I, I think that they're right where they belong and and they're probably right there with Dallas and Colorado, in my mind, as the best teams right now in the Central. Mark Shifley has been magnificent after officiating his uh, buddy Eric Comrie's wedding in the summer in, sure. in California. Yep. Uh, so he added uh, depth to his game. Uh, we know what uh, uh, Josh Morrissey can do, and he's making people aware of that uh, around the National Hockey League. Kyle Connor is, is deadly on that team. There, there's just something about Pierre-Luc Dubois where I wonder if if they can get something going here, whether he changes his tune and ends up signing long-term there. Do, do you think that the winning matters? Yes. More so than playing where he wants to play for the team that he wants to play for? If the team he wants to play for is going to be in a deep rebuild, which is Montreal, sure, uh, and is going to be years away, then it makes you think it's not a, it's not an obvious slam dunk decision that that I'm going to go over there if I've got a chance to win I, a, every year. And with that core in Winnipeg, now they didn't make the playoffs last year, yeah. so so something's changed. Like it, it's not all uh, beautiful sunshine and and roses. Uh, over in Winnipeg, no. not not for the last two years. There's been uh, a change. So uh, w- while the while things are going right now, you have to obviously look at the big picture and say they they could be and admit they could be back to being the other thing uh, next year. There's there's got to be uh, some uh, consistency in, in their team. But if if they are able to have a good run this year and they are able to put a good season together next year, I. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out uh, that Pierre-Luc Dubois uh, ends up putting his, himself into that position. It'll be interesting, and I think, you know, if you're the Winnipeg Jets, you certainly want Pierre-Luc Dubois to be a part of your long-term plan. So, you know, if you're able to do some damage this year in the playoffs, if you're able to kind of roll that into next season being uh, right back where you are this year, maybe that changes it. I, I, don't, I don't really know Pierre-Luc Dubois. I, I don't know what drives him. Uh, in terms of, of where he wants to be or what he wants out of his career, where he wants to play, all of that stuff. I think for... Well, Montreal is m- I think very for, much on the radar. I think for a, for a kid that wants to play for the Montreal Canadiens, you probably want to get there as quickly as you possibly can. And if that's more the, the driving force, I don't think anything that the Winnipeg Jets do is going to make much of a difference. Because if, they're not Montreal. No, if, if winning does change things... 
It absolutely does. He's he's got one more well, he's an RFA after this year. Sure. So they'll have to decide uh, because he, he'll be a UFA next year. Yep. He's, he's got one more year until UFA status. So uh, they got to decide, uh, are they going to sign him long term? Do they, do they trade him in the off season and get as much value out of him uh, before the season season starts? So uh, what does uh, what does Pierre want? He, big dog lover, by the way. Yeah. Big dog guy. Another guy that was on the chirp. I know. This is uh, this is insane. What? But uh, I, like, I don't fault guys for wanting to play at home. I don't. Sure. I don't fault guys for wanting to play where they want to play if they've got a, a specific destination in mind. But I do find it difficult to get my head around that you'd want to go play somewhere that's going to struggle. And Montreal's going to struggle. Look, they don't have a goalie. A franchise goalie, like they're sure. they're they're getting done, and I love I love my buddy Jake, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and Sam Montembeau has been better than than I anticipated, but they they need to to backfill that organization from the blue line up. Yeah, You've got a couple of good pieces. Can you speed that up with adding Pierre Luc Dubois? Sure. Yeah. But there's a whole lot of pressure that comes with play, playing in Montreal as a, as a as a French Canadian. And being uh, somebody that uh, speaks to both medias, because there is French and English media there, mm-hmm. uh, and they're equally as, as large. Uh, or you can, you can play in Winnipeg and be successful, and it, that, that's on Winnipeg now. Sure. That's on Kevin Dayoff to add to this team and make sure that you're as, as well-positioned as possible to make it, make it work. And $6 million is an RFA going into RFA status, what's that going to cost you uh, on, a, on a contract? What, what's Pierre-Luc Dubois, a center iceman, with, with point potential worth? If, if Brock Besser, or Bo Horvat, sorry, is 8.5, yeah. what's Pierre-Luc Dubois? He's, he's no less than 8.5. More than that. Yeah, he's more than that. And listen, I, I, if I'm the Winnipeg Jets, I'm all in this year. Because like, I look at the West – I think it's open. No, it's it's wide open. There are there are some teams that need to really push in this moment. I I, I don't know where the Colorado Avalanche are. I, I don't know how whether or not they're going to be the same team if they get healthy, and that's always going to be the big if for the Golden Knights. I, I think you look at it and you say, you know what, we feel we're the best team in the Pacific Division. Maybe you can add a little bit of depth, and you can see where you go. Uh, I look at Dallas and I look at Winnipeg as two teams that should go all in right now at the deadline. What about LA? LA too? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree. I think if I'm the LA Kings, I'm I'm going all in with Jacob Chikrin. With all due respect to Nashville, which has some game in hand <laughs> uh, and could make it interesting, you've got nine teams for eight spots in the West right now. Yeah, and any of those nine teams could do some damage. I agree. Calgary's not in, but I. Like, I wouldn't count them. That's a team that I think you will like, get better in the you second You like half. Calgary more uh, than Minnesota, right? I do. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely do. Uh, and, and everybody else, everybody else, Seattle can score. Yeah. Can you keep that up in the, in the postseason? I don't know. L.A., I like. Uh, there, there's not a team that I would say, nope, no, no chance. In the Eastern Conference, same type of, same type of thing. Boston's the odds-on favorite. They've sure. had the best yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. But am I going to take them as a slam dunk against – Tampa Bay, Toronto, uh, uh, Washington. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Toronto, yes. Toronto, yes. Come well, on. Because of the history. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But it, it, 
this team on both sides of the conference divide, wide open. Yeah. And that's going to be the real telling uh, point of the trade deadline this year, yeah. where more so than other years, it could tip it in your favor. Or if you miss out and you're too patient, mm-hmm. do you put yourself uh, climbing uphill? That 10% grade as I'm Not pedaling up. Red not, Rock. Not everybody has the uh, the power intervals that you do. Thunder thighs. Oh, gosh. Is that what you call yourself? Catch like- up uh, with Chapman in hour number two. We'll tee it up for you as we continue from the Oil Hotel and Casino on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. All right, we're up against it. Uh, we got to get out of here and clear the way for hour number two. I can just ask uh, you one thing, one favor from me. As everybody comes down here at the Oyo Hotel and Casino, we're at the Underground Lounge. Please just, uh, we're going to try and create one line to the desk where everybody can get their swag and uh, and enter to win the, the tickets for to back. But we've had a couple of situations where people are going all over the place, yeah. and I'm a little worried about safety. So one line. When you get walk into the Oil Hotel and Casino, you'll see the line. Yep. We're going to try and keep everybody in single file, move them through in a nice orderly fashion because uh, I think her name was Bethany fell oh. down, and, yeah. and that wasn't pretty. And I just uh, I don't want to be – uh, on the hook, I don't want to see anybody injured. Uh, that's my little safety message uh, ahead of hour number two. We have plenty of calendars to give we away. We do, yes. It's all good. And some, some T-shirts, and uh, you can enter for tickets. Uh, uh, don't be a Bethany. Don't, uh, don't get uh, knocked over. Looking forward to it. Hour number two, including one-timers. News notes from the National Hockey League. Some coaches not happy with the schedule. Did they only look at the halfway point? Uh, did they not see this coming up? It's on Fox Sports Las Vegas, live from the Underground Lounge at Oil Hotel and Casino.